Hello, my name is Harriet Nakritamana and you're listening to Chit Chats with Harriet, where we talk about real issues that are impacting our societies and our cultural groups. And we also talk about random conversations about adulting and figuring life out. So please join me for a deep, random and funny conversation with me, your host, Harriet. Hi, guys. Welcome to Chit Chats with Harriet. (laughs) Well, uh, I hope you guys have been good. I've been chilling, relaxing, you know, uh, maxing out, you know, my life, you know, enjoying it at its fullest potential. You know, today's an interesting podcast, you know. I know you guys have been asking me, hey, when are you going to actually invite people on your podcast? You're such a liar. Well, I've stopped lying. Um, I've got somebody here with me today, and um, it's going to be a great conversation, but I'll let them introduce themselves. Can you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Peter Sambia, and I'm a speaker and um, also exploring some entrepreneurial um, ideas as well. And yeah, that's me. You know, exciting. Mm. Sounds sounds fancy, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to start off with some questions. We have to ask you some rapid-fire questions. We can't be just sitting here. We're going to ask you some questions. Try to be quick, yeah? Okay, you don't have to yeah. be quick, but try to think, okay? All right, so, all right, all right. Let's so, do it. So what are three things you can't live without? Hmm, books. That's one. One of them is books. Um, my personal time. And also the other thing I can't, and the final last thing I can't live without is probably, hmm. You see, I told you, you're already confused. We just started. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not confused. <laughs> because, so books, my own personal time. Mm-hmm. And also, damn. <laughs> I told you. I almost died when I had to think of this myself. I was like, huh? I can't think. I can't think of a third thing. Of a third thing. Okay, I got it. Books, my own personal time, and not being able to help people. Oh wow. Okay. People just mm-hmm. we oh people helping others. We love to see it. Other people would be selfish. Mm-hmm. I would be one of them. I'd be like uh, <laughs> a shoe, a car. Hello. Um. But <laughs> second thing is, um, if you were stuck. Okay, let's say you're in a scenario where you're yeah. dying. You're about to die. Yeah. Would you rather? Yeah be like trying to die in the ocean or in the middle of a desert so would you rather die like if you were in if you were stuck somewhere and there's mind yeah you, okay a desert there's no uh, water so i'm pretty st- much choosing like my burial ground mm-hmm. yeah okay desert or the sea damn for some reason something about a sea that just scares me <laughs> sorry I, I, feel like, I don't know because i feel ah uh, you know, I remember a time where I nearly drowned in um, South Bank. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, you know that feel... <laughs> oh. You know, like... When you, <laughs> when you have a cold shower. <laughs> and the cold shower... <laughs> like you're gasping for air. <laughs> so I, 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 don't think I, I don't think I'd want to die that way. Sorry, I'll probably choose the desert. To be honest with you, I, I thought... About- but the heat, though, the, the heat is different. The heat... The heat be heating different though, eh? <laughs> You're just going to burn there. But the thing is, I thought about oh, this question damn. myself. I know. It's, mm. oh, you see, I, 
I thought. And I was sitting there, I said, hmm, because if I thought about the ocean, I would not want to die in the ocean, and I know why, because, you know, there's sharks, you know, there are other things, mm -hmm. you know, I could be bitten, you know, so I don't want to be, like, that's no way of dying. And then the desert, it's like, you're just gonna, your mouth gonna get dry, and if anyone knows anything about me, I hate being dry. So the thing is, I'm <laughs> sitting there drying up like a, like a, like a, like a date or something. No, no, no. Yeah. They're both not a date. Not so, a date, yeah. So okay, um, so the third, the third um thing is, um, I did, I did a poll on my Instagram, and and yeah. <laughs> and I got so many people asking me why I posted it. They couldn't really, they had, they were struggling to pick an answer. But I'll ask you, um, okay. if you were to date someone, would you rather they, like, would you rather someone who smells bad all the time? And you can't say you want to be manners. single. You get bad manners. Bad manners. What? Bad manners. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you don't want a nice person. That sounds. Yo, no, 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 no. It's not about. It's not about mm. a nice person. I, I heard Harriet, what you said. It's literally about what you can tolerate. Imagine you going to a restaurant, right? And then somebody smelling like fish. How are you gonna? Will you be able to eat around them? Mm -mm. Not just that. Will you want to introduce that guy to your mom? What do you oh, well, well, You know what? I, I just, I've already thought about this. At, at some point, I'm just going to be like, it's a condition. I'm sorry. Like, excuse. <laughs> or like, you know what you it's do? What you, it take, is. you take them to like, you take them to like seafood places. Because you're like, it's just normal. You see? They smell like the sea. <laughs> you know, it's just practically normal. There would not be no surprise there. And then if you've got like, yeah. but then this is the thing. I think it's a really hard question because for me, I think personal hygiene, if you don't have personal hygiene, I think you should not be dating. Stay at home, kids. <laughs> the thing is, if, if, you, if you are like, but then again, I can't stand rude people. Like, how far is it? But with those two, I would, I would pick, I would pick, what's it called? I'd pick a, I'd rather date someone who's has bad hygiene. I can, I can, I can make my nose work. I will just wear a peg around you and be like, huh, that's my lover. <laughs> he just smells bad all the time. But, on, in regards, in regards to that question that leads to that, we're kind of talking about like the idea on today's podcast. If you guys don't know, we're gonna be talking. If you didn't read the title, I don't know why you don't read things before you play them. But if you didn't, we're gonna be talking about the idea of the good guy or the good girl. And the reason why I say this, and the reason why I invited Peter is, I was listening to he was on a podcast I love to listen to, and that's um my friend. Her name is Sheila. She has a Terms and Opinions podcast, and he was on it, and I mean this big discussion. You know, I'm I'm working. I shouldn't be listen to a podcast to be honest i should have been working but i did what i did so i was listening and yeah and i think you mentioned something about like you had an experience where someone said oh yeah you're 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 a good guy and like oh, i don't i don't really exactly know you can mm -hmm. tell this no, no no yeah so what happened was um this is actually when lydia came to to brisbane so this is in 2019 oh, wow. um what happened was i picked up um lydia and Audrey and then to be honest I don't I don't know if I'm exposing or anything like that at the moment <laughs> but maybe we can cut that out or something but anyway yeah, I picked them up and then um we were driving to I think we were taking Lydia no we went to a restaurant and we're parked in a um in Garden City <clears throat> and we were parked in a parking space and then I can't remember what the topic was and then um uh, but I remember her saying that Peter you know you're you're a nice guy um, so, yeah, she said that, Peter, you're a nice guy, um, too much of a good guy, and so on, and kind and all that. You know, girls will take advantage of that. Girls don't like you because of that. I mean, girls, want, girls don't like that. And 
I literally, what I said was, I said, you know, um, I agree with you 100%. That is true. But one thing I do know, and one thing that I do have is my purpose. And that is, that is what, that's what makes me a man. I saw my manhood is, and that is something you can never, ever take away from me. And I'm willing to kill you to make sure I make that thing happen. Hey, murder. You know? <laughs> what violence. Yeah. That escalated. <laughs> uh, no, I, ha- I had to be fervent and assertive at that point because she was coming, because, you know, um, saying that she was coming at my manhood, you know, and um, it's coming at my ego and my pride as well. So I had to, had to, had to be clear at that point, had to make a point at that, at that point. Yes. Sorry, but yeah, but, but that's what happened though. Okay. As mm. about Garden City, I have to just, this is a side note. If you know anything about my podcast, I'm always going on tangents, but I have to just say this. I went to visit my sister and we, I literally drove from like, I don't know where she lived, but it was get Like, no, she was far, far away. And then I had to drive to Garden City. It was like an hour away. I almost died, but that's all I had to say. Anyway, back to the, back to the point that Brisbane is a different place. And I tell you that because, you know, most people like in most other places, things are like 15 minutes away. Brisbane, everything's like an hour away. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. But let's get back on topic because, you know, if it was up to me, this would just be everywhere. But um, mm-hmm. you're saying what actually, in your perspective, what do you think defines a good guy or a bad guy? Or I'll, I'll start off in, like by saying what I think defines a good girl and good and, um, or, well, not a good girl. Because first of all, you, the reason why I say we have to ask that question is because I feel like a lot of people have their own definitions of good and what is right and what is wrong. But I think that each of us as human beings is that inner thing that tells you what is right or wrong. Like everyone knows murdering people is wrong. And if you don't think that's wrong, you should be in jail. Like that's the only way this is going. But everyone has that deep feeling that tells you like this is right, this is wrong. But when we say that there's a good, like in the sense of society's idea of good, it's like... And the reason why I ask this is because I think that, for example, like me being a girl who, who so was, I've been called the good girl before. And maybe that's because maybe I, I follow, I listen to my parents, you know, I try to, I try to do the thing that, like, I try to mm. listen to what my parents have, like, I try to bring respect to my parents. I like, I respect my mm. parents' opinions. I, I'm not out here doing everything with everyone. Like, like there's, there's, I don't really like to be associated with a lot of people. And that's not because I think people are bad. In fact, I'm a lover. But the thing is, it's like, I would rather, I feel like, the people you you associate with kind of brings a reputation. And I don't think reputations matter. I don't think that that defines who you are. But I, I was telling my cousin yesterday, I was like, birds of a feather who flock together. I tell you that for sure. If you if you hang out with dumb people, eventually you're going to be dumb. I'm telling you. Because it might, and, it, and it's not because things, but their ideas and the constant conversations you have, they'll be attached to you. And so I, hang, I like to hang out with like-minded people. And and maybe I don't go out every day and I'm not here with everybody. Like people might be, oh, she's not, she's, she's like this or, or she's like that. But I, I always like to define what we think good is because, you know, everybody can be different. You might say murdering is cool and here I am going, ah, that's the consideration. <laughs> so that's what is good. your definition of good, like as a, being a good guy? Um, good question. I think even with that question as well, um, do, do good guys finish last? Um, I think the, the, dis, the discussion has to be looked at in regards to what actually is the definition of a good guy and what is the definition of a bad guy in, the, in those contexts. And as well, we also have to understand the expectations as well that come from those both perspectives, such as um, the expectation of a good guy and the expectation of a bad guy. So 
for me, um, what I've come to understand is that if I'm looking in that perspective or in that context, good guys are usually the ones who, uh, who, who are on time, right? Somebody who's actually, you know, who's actually agreeable, gentle, someone who actually cares, who's compassionate, who is vulnerable, um, who's sensitive and is selfless and is caring. Those are the qualities that I guess define the good guy trait. So that's, yeah, so, so um, that would be my answer to that question. Yeah, but I, I, the reason why this is important, like Jasmine Sullivan wrote a song and it's like a girl like me and she was practically saying, like she was writing in the perspective of a woman who was trying to tell this guy, like, I'm, I treat you well, but you don't want me, you want to be with a girl, like, you know, they, he said, she said, he, you want to be with a hoe? And then she's like, you gonna make a hoe out of me? Like the whole song is just practically, you should just, I'm a play it so it doesn't sound stupid because she sings it better than I'm saying it. But the thing is, it's like, she talks about the idea that it, being a good girl, like at some point, no one wants to be with a good girl or the girl who treats them nicely. And we live in a society, even if you might not agree, that kind of perpetuates this idea of being, being, being with people who kind of treat you like trash, even the people we look at, yeah? I'll give you some examples. I'm not bringing these facts from nowhere. They have a place. Um, if you look at Cardi B, Cardi B did a whole song and she's like, I don't cook, I don't clean. But let me show you how I got this ring. But she's, her man cheated on her multiple times, okay? That's a stupid ring. I don't, it completely, like, I would rather not have a ring than have someone, than have someone who's loyal to me, you know? And the thing is, like, she has a guy, but is that guy a good guy? Is that guy treating her with respect? You know what I'm saying? And even with friendships, yeah. it's not just relationships. It's friendships as well. You have friendships where, for example, you have that one friend, and I tend to be that friend, that's why I'm cutting off people on an hourly basis. But the thing is, you tend to have that friend who, if you need a favor, hello, I'm on my way. Like, you need money, I've got you. Like, they're always there. And you see, you find that people tend to like the negative, the the people who are toxic and people who treat them like rubbish. And I'm like, are you guys crazy? Did your moms drop you on your head when, uh, before you were born? Like what's going on here? Mm. But then you, I want to know your perspective on that. You know, the thing is with good girls, good girls, if I was to generally just define a good girl in one word or one sentence, it'd be that good girls are selfless and very, very considerate people. That's literally it. Selfless and very considerate people. Um, meaning that what they actually do is that they put other people before themselves and they always consider other people's um, objectives or feelings and opinions before their own. And then because of that, they're always serving people. Always, always serving people. Just like I said, whether if somebody calls you, right, um, calls you right now, boom, I'm there. Okay, you need this much? Boom, here's $300. They're always, always, always serving. They're always so because considerate, because they they walk the life in a self from, from from a selfless perspective. Because all they think and care about is being good to the other person. That's literally it. And the problem that does lead to that is that people take advantage of that. Because and they see because what then what then that does is that if the woman is not able to have a fine line where. You know, she won't stand um, by something or won't, um, or won't be assertive about certain things. People will pick up on those things and then take that vulnerability and use it to their advantage to benefit from that person. And, that's, and, it's, and it's the exact same thing as well that happens with good guys. With girls, um, 
when a girl, as soon as she realizes that her man is a good guy and that he, you know, he's not emotionally strong or that he's um, very agreeable and very gentle, what then she'll do is that she'll then become to use that to her benefit and benefit from him by using him only for her, for her own materialistic gain, you know, by um, always um, pressuring him or asking him to get things for her, materialistic things, whether it's jewelry, a new necklace, or a car, depending if he's bowling or not, you know. <laughs> it's whatever it is. What will happen is, um, you know, those good people, what happens is um, other people will begin to see it in a way where they can benefit from them. So then it becomes all about that other person and then that's because they're selfish and then they're just thinking about themselves. Whereas the other people, those good people are always thinking about, thinking about other people. That's why they're good people in the first place. Mm. So... Yeah, but I yeah. my another question is why do you think people associate being like um, a person who is kind or agreeable as being boring? Like I know about other people's lives and their stories, but I you can like I always feel like sometimes even as a, me personally, like you can't like that even though you might be or let's say you might not be you know treating people like rubbish. That sometimes you know especially when you're young, you know rubbish does does look appealing at times. You know a little bit of adventurous excitement <laughs> gets your heart. <laughs> I no. disagree. Rubbish doesn't look appealing. No, no, okay, okay, not rubbish. But I'm saying like you know, trash guys. They're like, wow, because when you're younger, I will. I speak for myself and my person. And mind you, let me make this disclaimer once again. This is personal, personal opinions and experiences. Please, nobody come fight, okay? But what I'm saying <laughs> is like when it comes to like when I was younger, because I was like I grew up in a family that that you know had was tried to do their best for kind people. I was like, and you know, they followed the rules. I, I go to an age, I was like, when I go to university, my first year, I said, let it go. <laughs> I said, bye-bye. I was like, those standards are, look, I had my standards, of course, but I'm saying, I was like, ooh, the bad boys, wow, where are they? You know, because I was like, this <laughs> idea, the idea, I was like, at some point in my life, I was like, okay, it seems like I'm very, I'm, I'm following the rules. I would like someone maybe who's a rule breaker, you know, a little excitement in my life. And then when I, <laughs> yay, yay, <laughs> when I went out, <laughs> try to discover that, that was not a good experience. Because <laughs> then, of course, it happened well, like that. <laughs> I know, right. And then they ended up like, it ended up becoming, whereas I, you know, they would, I got taken for granted as per usual. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to relationships and stuff like that, you know, people, even friendships, people tend to associate someone who's constantly there as, or, or like, yeah, you're prone to take them for granted because you consider them, I don't know, if, maybe you can tell us from your experience. You know, you, you, I feel easier. I feel like you just answered the question yourself. Um, <laughs> it's because how you said that, you know, you wanted to um, get a little taste of the other side, <laughs> right? <laughs> you want to get a little bit of that experience. You want something a little bit exciting, right? <laughs> That's, that's literally it, um, um, Harry. That's literally the answer right there. Because I think, let, let's, let's talk about bad boy from the, um, for, for starters, right? Or about, yeah, both. Yeah, let's talk about the bad boys for, uh, for starters. So when we think about bad boys, the typical thing or the status quo, um, it comes down to a certain type of archetype, which is, you know, the, the rogue behavior or the rogue um, traits about them, meaning that, you know, they're just rebellious, right? But, but so there's two words which I want to talk about, which is um, Lazier's fair attitude and the uh, um, Machiavellian trait, okay? So those are the two things I want to talk about. 
when it comes to bad when it comes to bad boys. So bad boys, the only reason why a woman really girls like bad boys is because of the excitement and adrenaline. That's pretty much it. But what what leads to that? But what you see, even you're agreeing yourself, but what leads to that is the it's the inconsistency, right? And it's their confidence. It's the inconsistency which makes them challenge, which makes it challenging for a woman for the, for her to be able to predict him. Women want women want women like bad boys because they are unpredictable. They don't know what the hell is going to happen next. That's right. Is he going to call? Is he going to do this? Is he is she is she going to get a phone call that her man is in jail or something like that? What's going on? Like she doesn't know what's going on. The the man right. the guy is spontaneous, and the girl like that because of the emotional drive that he gives to her. Because we can't, because we can't neglect the fact that, you know, um, women women experience things emotionally. Therefore, if the guy's always spontaneous, unpredictable, she's gonna be experiencing different levels of emotions. To her, that's life. She likes those things. Therefore, that's why she wants the bad guy. And I'll write something down, which is the inconsistency of a bad guy makes them unpredictable and makes it challenging for the girl. And bad boys give off a type of confidence that women are hooked onto because they are owning their power. That confidence that they have in that, in that unpredictability or in them just doing their own thing, it's, it's literally like women get drawn to that because this guy is literally operating in his own power. Therefore, it's making him look so much more attractive. That's right. And, and then another thing as well is um, the bad boy. Uh, actually, actually, this is something we can talk about later we can, um, as, we, as we go further into this discussion. But that is, that's simply it. It's all about the emotional excitement, the emotional drive. But it's not just, it's not, you can't lie that it's just women. I think, I think men get excited by, you know, our little rebel herself. You know, you can't just Yeah, say it's, like 100%. Like, for me, yeah, you go, sorry. No, I was about to say, I was, you can share your experience. Maybe you, mm-hmm. you're like me, you're like, let me double, you know, let me, <laughs> let me experiment. <laughs> for me, for me, one thing I've always liked, um, about women is a woman who can who knows herself and who knows exactly how to get what she wants right uh and knowing exactly what to do to get is what she wants even to a point where you know if a woman is if a woman has made me do something without me consciously actually being aware that she actually made me to do this thing so i guess if she manipulated me to do something without me being aware of it for some reason, I find that kind of kind of attractive. Bye. Right. <laughs> bye. 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 But not, but not in a possessive way. Mm. Not in a possessive manner. Right. But. Oh, but that's just that's just me. But um, men, it's the exact same thing as well. The same can be applied in regards to uh, men liking women. It's the same thing. Guys don't like women who's who's boring as well. You know. But truth be told, guys want a good girl. It's the truth. Guys want a good girl, 100%. Hey, 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 hey. 2021 does not <laughs> but, speak those facts, eh? But, but the thing is that they just don't want, just don't want them to be boring. That's simply <laughs> it. And it's... Mm, I have... Look, I have some... Look, I, I personally, in my lifetime, not that I've lived very long, okay? Youthful. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like... In my in my lifetime or my experiences of like being with people, seeing people, I realized that 
for so long I attached the fact, oh, it's because I don't do that, that, that that's why I'm boring. But I realized that it's because sometimes you just, especially, I'm, let, me just, let me just speak to all the people of faith who listen to this podcast. Please get your life, okay? <laughs> because, no, I'm tired of it. Like, you can't just be saying, Jesus is not an activity, okay? You need to have something to do. Like, and I get it. Like, I get it. Like, you meet some people, especially if they have faith-based or they come from, like, really strong christian families they will literally all they have oh yeah you know let's read the but that's cute and all but can you can you talk about other things do you leave you don't have to do what everyone else does but you can be exciting in some way i think you can be exciting i think you can be you can be you can be well traveled i think you can be educated you can be smart you can be there's there's different levels to be exciting like boring Mm -hmm. You're boring because you're boring. Just let's just admit it. You're boring because you're boring. You don't there's no you don't have a personality. And some people I understand some people are more like shy and reserved. Yeah? And maybe they're not outgoing. I can't relate. But the thing is, is like whatever, even if you're shy or you're more or more reserved, I think it's better you gotta find out what's that thing that makes you you. Like what's maybe maybe in your shyness you have a cute smile. Go congrats, go and smile for the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Like find that thi- find that thing and then capitalize on off it. Like that's what I do personally. Can't do mm. that with my money. I've tried and failed. Okay. But when it comes to like my personality, it's not that I used to always make the excuses and I think we always make excuses. Oh, it's because of this, it's because of that. I think if you if you genuinely are a person, I feel like you should always be yourself, no matter what. Because if you're being yourself, eventually along the line there'll be someone who aligns with you. You're like, well, you kinda, you kinda hello. You mm. know, but if you mm. if you ever try to change yourself, um, to like be 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 something for someone else, eventually you're gonna, that's going to stop. And then they're going to think you mm. tricked them because you're no longer acting the same way that you did in the beginning. But if you're just you and someone gets to see you as you are, if you're weird, be weird, okay? I know I'm strange. And the thing is, it is what it is. Just be yourself and then that person mm. will see that. And if you're a person who loves to treat people with kindness, please continue. There's no, and I think, I don't know, I don't know, but I think a lot of people, um, eventually they think that they have to put on an act like that song was really good in an example that you feel like you have to be this girl for this guy if that guy didn't see you or that whatever you know this Mm. if someone didn't see you for that i think it's it's time to realize that maybe they were just weren't for you because what if you turn into that person and they still don't want you now that is Mm. how you don't sleep at night now that's anxiety at its best Mm. but in in regards to that i'm gonna like I want to know your exp- uh, your um your experience. Have you ever have you ever switched up for somebody, or have you always just been ah I'm gonna just be myself? Have you ever switched up in the, when you <laughs> met someone? You're like ah I'm gonna be a bad boy. If that's what you want. Mm. <laughs> I think um no not so necessarily. Haven't ever switched up um for yeah in order for for the sake of somebody else. I've always been true to myself um because that's just the best way to go about it. And not just that, because it's just, that's just who I am. It's my policy. It's my principle. You know, I can, I'll, I can never, and I will never change who I am for somebody else. The moment I do that, I put myself, no, I put the other person in a very dangerous position. I put myself in a very dangerous position as well. So. Why, why is I, that a dangerous thing? Because it's just, it's just like this. It's just like love, right? Love is something that you have and that you go and so it's love is something that you have and then you go to find someone who you want love is something that you have 
and then you share that thing with somebody else who you have chosen to commit to. The moment we don't have self-love, that person who you're wanting to commit to is in dangerous position because you don't have self-love for yourself. And you too yourself, you have your own internal conflict as well, right? Because self-love is so vast. It comes down to things like self-acceptance, discovering who you are, your self-concept, um, um, your beliefs about you, your attitude about you, how you treat yourself. All those things, the exact same things, when you have those things and it's wholesome with yourself, it's also the exact same principles that you will also, um, sorry, that will also determine the quality of how well you'll also be able to, um, to love that other person. So it's the exact same thing. If I don't know who I am, right? When you don't, when you don't know who you are, abuse is inevitable because it, when, when you don't know something, you don't know the purpose of it, therefore you abnormally use it. Mm. So that's why it's such an important thing for me. So, you know, self-discovery is literally, or self-discovery, self-understanding, self self-awareness, it literally, I believe, is the foundation of being able to build genuine relationships. So if I don't have that thing, it's, it, will, it will cause a lot of harm because mm. I won't know how to treat myself. I don't know where the hell I'm going with, with whatever it is I'm trying to do. And then the same thing with the other person as well, and I'll just abuse them and the relationship will turn out bad. Exactly. If you haven't heard my last podcast talk about manipulation, even though Peter just said he likes to be manipulated, you would. Hey, I heard what I heard. Don't, don't try to. <laughs> hey, hey, he said he wants to be manipulated. If you've got strategies, he's the oh, man stop, for stop. you. Now, I'm just, I'm just letting people know you said it. I can, if you want me to replay it, I will replay it because actually, while you're listening to this, go back no, and no, make no. sure. You know what? I feel like you have to ask me that question again so I can answer it different now. <laughs> no, you said what you said. I'm, I'm satisfied with the answer you no. gave. Because the title is going to be like, I like to be manipulated. Please, come one, come all. <laughs> Anybody? Applications over there? You know? And the thing is, it's okay. Hey, all, I, well, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't I told like you. you. Let me tell you, I, I told you that everyone has their thing. I'm not going to lie to you. The way, as you said, that's a little bit toxic, but we'll talk about my, my own toxic I <laughs> You said you want to be manipulated, but the thing is, yeah, this is the problem. You no. Might... Okay, explain yourself. Explain, explain myself. No, I don't want to explain myself. You okay, see? okay, let's... You see? It's not so much. It's what I said was, I like a woman who knows what she wants and then she knows how to get to it. Okay, maybe what I said came out the wrong way, okay? Mm. I like a woman who knows what it is that she wants and then she knows how to go after it and does whatever it takes to okay. get it or to make it happen. Even if it That's means what, manipulating you, which means... No. You said no, it no, no, yourself, no. it's stuck in my brain. Don't need to defend yourself. Even okay. if it means that she got me to do something without me consciously being aware of it. Hello, manipulator. Okay. I, I it's find okay. that kind of cool. Kind of cool? That sounds like a day. Hello, stress levels. Okay, but the thing is, even though, because I did talk about manipulation, if you haven't, like, I'm telling people, go listen to it, because I thought I, I put on, I put my life on the line mm -hmm. for that moment. Okay, but the thing is, when we talk about manipulation, you see, people like different things. Even if you say stuff like that, you can be like, oh, I manipulate, oh, if someone makes me do, da 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 da. When I was younger, I was like, Jesus, you know, somebody who'd be like, like any excitement. You know, because the thing is, the truth is, I think that you get older and you experience things. And I think we, we, should, we need to do a better job of allowing people to grow. Like we, we tend to, um, the things you like at 20 might not be the things you like at 30. The things that I like at 16 is not the things that I like 
now that I'm 22. 50. So, <laughs> yeah. 50. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. 50, I think you should be at home thinking of a retirement plan. But besides the point, when when we think, like, when I was younger, I was always like, oh, my goodness, you know, Red Bull, you know. In fact, Lord, if you had a sleeve of tattoos, I would really enjoy it like that. You know, Lord, Red Bull, maybe a biker jacket, a, a ring. I said, oh, what a man. You see? And the thing is, the older I get, and after speaking to a couple of <clears throat> Guys. That was, I realized, yeah, 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 whoa, fire. I was like, I think it's safer for me to just, to just be in my own lane. And I don't think, and I think, but this is another thing. I, I really, me and my cousin were speaking about this and we're like, have you noticed that guys will go out there, destroy other girls' lives, they'll go destroy people. And when they're ready, when they settle, they'll go and find a girl who's just been reading her books, minding her own business. And that's the girl they choose. And then they destroy her life because they've got all this trauma that they pass on and they give to her. Exactly. And they don't even know that they're doing it. And But then the thing is, that girl will probably be accepted because she'll probably accept because like what you said, women like that adrenaline th- feeling of being excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. When a guy, I don't, know, I don't know if guys experience the same thing, you can let us know. But on my end, I tell you, there was always, there's always that one guy, you know, who's like, hi, how are you doing? How's your day? And I'm like, Jesus, not again. Where do I run to? <laughs> <laughs> and not in a bad way, but it's the nah. fact that you're just doing too much too quickly. And nah, then it's... Guys, guys don't get that that much. You know, like, to be honest, we, we, we some, sometimes we have, to, we have to commend guys because... The confidence that we have to be hitting to be to be hitting girls up all the time, you know, like for real, like like you guys need to you guys need to pre, you guys need to what do you call it acknowledge that a little bit more because uh, girls don't do that stuff. Hey, 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 I said I said it's like there's nothing, but this is what I told my sister and I had a realization after I, something went wrong. I was like, ah, okay, I'm starting to see a trend here. But the thing is, it's like when someone gives you high blood pressure and anxiety, it's like, oh my god. Do they like me or don't they? Do I stress? Do I not stress? But when someone's there, you're like, oh, hi, yeah, I'm at the park. Yeah, I'm drinking juice. Like, it's not, you're not, but I'm not going to lie to you. You know why? It's it's because it's predictable. It's just like, say for example, if I gave you flowers every Tuesday, right, you get bored of that. Like, next Tuesday Tuesday will be coming, it's like, oh, great, flowers again. Wow, nice. Thank you. I it gets boring. But that's the it's, thing. It's, but I think guys do the same thing. Like, I feel like guys take for granted when they have someone who cares about them a lot and is always there. It's not just a womanly thing. Like, if you have, like, if you have, if you have someone there all the time and they're like, how are you doing? That's, you think these guys are cheating because their girls are not, don't love them? Like, how the hell do you cheat on Beyonce? Like, she's stunning and she's talented and she loves you. And the thing is, you're going to go and cheat. That means that it's not even about beauty. Like, it's not even, there's, that means that it's not because you're talented or anything like that. It's the fact that, Sometimes you just want something you can't have. You want to have a little bit of cake and eat some other cake on the side. And it's, oh, well, by no means am I talking about cheating because, hello, that ain't okay. But I'm saying, like, in the sense that as people, and I've noticed in human nature, we always want what we can't have. Like, something, like, when a guy, when someone's not constantly answering your messages or, or giving you the attention you need, you're like, eh, eh. What must I do? What outfit must I wear for you to say hello? But when someone is constantly there saying, I really, I think you're amazing. You're like, hey, by no means do I, do I believe this is the old Harry was speaking of that. Harry is dead and gone. 
but I'm speaking like back in the day, like that would have been like, oh my God. And this only happened recently. Let me just not lie and shun the devil. But the thing is, it's like, I had to have that realization that sometimes because, you know, the idea of excitement, you will miss out on a good thing because here you are. Duh, 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 duh. I need someone who make, like, oh, I need to, why doesn't he like me? Why does he like me? And and then, and the thing, that excitement, you look for it. And then you find that person who was kind. They find some girl over there who's nice. And, and now you're looking on the side, still crying. And you're like, hello, did I you miss know, on something? Mm, mm, it's mm, a bit of a mess. You know, you know, Harriet, truth be told, right? Um, two truth be told. Number one, first one, it's all about stages mm, for both. Mm for both the guy and the girl. Because it's like how you mentioned before, when you were 16 years old, you were a little bit more attractive or attracted, sorry, to those um, bad boy tendencies or bad boy qualities and traits. That's the, that's the stage you were at. And one thing I know is that for both female and male, between the late teens to mid to late um, 20s, between that time period, that's when people really are a little bit more like to live on the edge. You know, so that's why, so that's why they're more willing to, that, that's, that's why the desire of those type of relationships or those type of traits in those people, those bad girl or bad um, boy um, traits, because that's just the stage that they are in their life. But from, but, but, and another way it could also be looked at is that, you know, the individual person who is, who is in that stage or who are wanting those bad qualities or bad traits in, um, in a, uh, from a person in a relationship could be because they actually went through something in their life, mm -hmm. which is actually what is making them desire or want that for that moment, right? And sometimes as well, it could just be for a fling. Like, it could just be for sex at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. It literally could just be for that. And, you know, there's something called the, the, the laziest fair attitude, which pretty much means that going with the flow, I'm not going to involve myself too deeply into the thing by asking her how she feels or asking about her past, her story and things like that. Everything is just surface based. It's just mm. a fling. I mean, mm. it's just, it's just what it is for the moment. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not actually looking to go down for a long-term relationship because mm. when things like that happen, you have to start taking responsibility. Mm. <laughs> you have to start, you have to start, you know, you have to start, you know, thinking in a different type of way. You have to start thinking on the long term. You have to start seeing the two as one. In mm. those, that thing comes with taking responsibility first. First for yourself in the relationship and the responsibility of the other person. People don't want to commit to that at that, at that, at that point, you know. Um, so, but one thing that I think we actually really, really need to understand, like with this podcast today, if there's anything that I've said, this is the most, I believe this is the most important thing that I want people to walk away with, understanding. Spont being spontaneous, being unpredictable, um, or having a make a villain trait, right? Meaning that being cunning or crafty, you know, being unpredictable again, all those things, they're all good things, right? But... I think it actually depends on where you apply it, in what context you apply it in. Mm. If, it's, if it's in the context of a bad boy or a bad girl, then the person who's actually receiving that is it does a lot of harm for them or they may not necessarily be able to benefit from it that much. Mm. And one of my favorite Bible um, sayings from Paul is, all things are good for us, but not everything benefits us. Meaning that right. all these traits, they're good, but it, does, it actually doesn't benefit us. Mm. And so let's look at it in a, in a completely different perspective. 
One thing I'll say right now, and I know you want you, and I know that you're gonna agree with it, and I'll, everybody else is listening to this, is that women are so attracted to men who's working on their purpose, mm. or who's just working on something, who's working mm-hmm. on a vision, working on an idea. Women are so attracted to that guy. Mm. They're so it's, uh, like they're so attracted. Now let's look at why, right? Because they have a vision, they have a sense of purpose, they know exactly where they're going, they know what they're working towards. Mm-hmm. Therefore, women can feel confident in regards to joining with them because women, because one thing we neglect, men neglect is that women come packed, they come packed with so many like amazing abilities, so many um, qualities that we lack to, to, to a high degree. Mm-hmm. So when a woman is actually coming into your life, you better have a sense of, you better have a sense of direction for That's where, right. you're gonna, where she's going to be following you, right? But to go back into that, women, are re- women truly are attracted to men who know what it is that they're doing and know where they're going mm-hmm. because they're working towards something. They have a sense of purpose. But more than that, they also become unpredictable. Unpredictability is also a principle that applies within that context mm. because the guy will be doing different things in order to achieve his goal. Mm. He will do different things. He'll be spontaneous to achieve his goals, right? But the only difference is that it's for a greater purpose instead of just for sex mm-hmm. or instead of just for, you know, just chilling around for, for the moment. Mm. Those qualities. Wasting those, time. The, <laughs> yeah. Or just, they're just wasting time. Those elements or those, um, those, I guess, skills or whatever, it's actually being directed towards something that's just so much more greater. And then a woman will find, will, will be attracted to that. But more than that, she can actually, um, she can actually trust this guy because his energy isn't so much about being the bad boy. He's just for a greater purpose. Therefore, he will actually, there's a high chance that this guy is actually a good guy, but just with those bad boy's qualities, but in a good way. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so we have to look at things on a principle kind of level, principality, principal, principality kind of level, mm-hmm. because the truth is, Bad, the truth is good boys, good guys will lose the battle, but they'll always win the war. You heard what he said, good, ladies and gentlemen. You heard what he said. Good guys will lose the battle, but then they'll always win the war because ultimately from both parties, from both um, girls and guys, ultimately people want a good person to live with, to have everlasting, uh, not everlasting life, <laughs> Jesus can give that. <laughs> to have a long term You're a special, that's a special kind yeah. of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to have um you know a committed relationship with people want a good person yeah. but you can still be um it can still be unpredictable you can still be spontaneous you can still be different you know you can still be um giving your partner all these different emotional thrills roller coaster rides but you just do it in the good context in a way where you're not where you're not taking advantage of the person where you're not misusing the person and where you are not um, where you are not influencing the person in a negative way to the point where you begin to diminish the person. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. You know, people say, I want a bad girl, I want a good, I want a bad guy. Yeah, it's fun and all that until that person breaks your heart and diminishes you and completely you lose who you, a sense of who you are. And then that's what they leave you with and go on to the next person because they were just there for the sex or they were just there for tempor- temporary. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, mm-hmm. right? So you can you can find a good guy who does have those qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the truth being told. 
ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you said something and it has to stick. Like, please open up your ears because I, I swear some people will hear things and it doesn't enter their scalp. But the thing is, you've got to understand that Peter said something that was really, I think is really cool. Like in the sense, that's what I, my realization was last year. Okay. Is that it's not about diminishing your life. It's giving, just knowing. And the, the thing is, you don't have to always treat, like I've realized, I've realized that it's not about giving, because sometimes when you are, you give too much when it's not time. Like people need to deserve those things. Like you can be a good person, but just give mm. people small, like give people, small, let them earn yep. that goodness. Yep. Like you don't, not by five, by force, everybody just, you're like, huh, kindness over here, kindness over there. Because then you get drained. And then I found myself feeling like, and then I would feel guilty because I'm like, I'm not constantly, and the thing is, it's not, you have to understand, and I think it's very dangerous to constantly think, oh, I'm the best. I'm the best that there is the best. You always have to understand what are the things that you can do to fix yourself because everyone has room for growing and fixing. And even if you, sometimes in relationships or com even friendships, whatever it is, you always have to go to, you have to always go out of that situation and evaluate. Like, what can I, what did I, what can I do to grow from this situation? What can I do to better myself? And even if you didn't break anyone's heart and you did do, didn't do anything wrong, it teaches you who not to talk to next time, okay? Or maybe if you talk mm. to someone um, or and you realize that maybe you're, because when you're, I, I think most people who are <clears throat> quote unquote good or like, or the good guy or good girl, innocent, whatever, that most of the time they give too much and they receive very little back. So it's yep. about how much you give and the pace you That's give. Literally so pace yep. yourself, pace yourself. Cause you know, as he said, we're trying to win a battle here. So you just pace yourself and you just pace yourself slowly. No, we're trying to win the war. The war. It's the okay, war winning uh, area, not the oh, battle. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The war, the war. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Don't really like violence. As you heard Peter multiple times says he's speaking of violence. Okay. I'm joking. <laughs> But I'm saying like all throughout, you realize that, that we, that there's, it's all about strategy, like a smart person in any business, For real. In, any, in any business, in any, like in anything that has, that has meaning, you, you kind of strategize, you plan, you think. And that's the same thing with, with the relationship. You better be thinking, don't let nobody come and break your heart. And then you'd be crying, going to God, Jesus, they did it again. It's your fault. <laughs> and then, but the thing is, I, one thing I learned about relationships is like, I, cause with my relationship with God, everybody knows we talk about God all the time on this podcast, so don't be acting surprised. Okay. But the thing is, it's like, I understood that sometimes people be like, God, bring me somebody. And then you put yourself in a situation and then you're dealing with the same emotions, the same traumas you did last time. And you're like, God, why is nothing changing? Maybe you're the one who hasn't changed. You just keep same people, same people, and you just, this, you, the only common denominator here, darling, is you, okay? It's a new person, it's a new season, and you're still doing the same thing. And and sometimes it's, a um, it's based on how you pick people as well. Like, instead of, maybe change that as well, change the way you pick people. And so, um, my advice for anyone listening to this is just, please, eh? Slow down, slow your roll. I've had to constantly tell myself that because I've been running. <laughs> Hello, I'm already like 700 <laughs> steps ahead. And then, but I'm I'm very lucky that I have like my sister and people in my life who are like, hey, you need to go down. Like they don't, mm. they that person doesn't deserve all of that right now. Maybe later when no, they've no. earned it, but maybe you give them like, it, and that doesn't mean you're not being yourself. It just means you're not giving yourself to everyone and you're not giving too much of yourself. Mm. So you give a little bit. Maybe maybe you still act kind and, and stuff like that. Maybe, but 
keep a little bit of mystery, like what they said. If you're a guy and you and you good guy, yeah, be a little bit unpredictable sometimes. You know, don't be giving me L. Oh, he comes again, another good morning. You know, at least one day, Mister Turn, I'm like, oh, where'd you go? Because that's true. Let's be honest. People like a little excitement, you know. So pace yourself and be more, um, be more, um, you know, a little bit more exciting because you can always make yourself exciting. And, and if you're a person and you're like, ah, I like treating people like, I like treating people trash, you know, there's a bin outside, mm. okay? I think you deserve mm. to be in it. Um, but other than think, that. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I think um, when we say, uh, when you say let's be a little bit more exciting, I think, I think it's actually very important that you're careful to not do something that's actually not authentic and genuine to who you are. Mm-hmm. Because then what's going to happen is for you, it's going to become very exhausting mm-hmm. and there's always going to be pressure. And then you're going to be like, okay, so how, what do I do? How do I do this to be exciting? Like, what, what should I do next? Like to the point where you even may even start watching YouTube videos and how to be exciting. Boom. That's a problem right there because it's not authentic. And that's why it's very important. The best thing you can genuinely do for yourself to be exciting is Number one, discover who you are. You need to know who you are. And number two, work towards a purpose or a vision or an idea. Have a business idea or if you love dancing or if you love singing or if you love whatever it is that you love, whatever your big obsession is, work on that thing. That's where your excitement, that's where the thrills, that's where the colors will come from, mm. right? Because you literally begin to live life and then all the fruitful things and all the excitements of life will start to come out, right? You mm. become so vibrant you literally begin to glow and you be even more attractive. So it's not about consciously putting attention towards actually being exciting. It's whatever it is that you're working towards that will bring out that excitement mm. from it. So that's where that's, that's what it is we need to, I think we need to understand that. Wow, interesting, interesting, interesting. But before, guys, you know, I usually keep my pocket. I, I don't like to make them too long because my intention is very oh, oh, yeah. So the thing is, I'm always like, I hope people are not asleep by now. But the thing is, um, do you have anything you'd like to to kind of finalize? Or um, anything to finalize? Yeah, I do. Um, in regards to <clears throat> relationships, I think um, you need to not neglect the fact of how how much influence somebody has over you and your life, especially when you are in your early, especially when you are in your um, teens to your late twenties, you, you literally you don't don't undermine that because that will shape who you are. And if you're not careful, and if you do give yourself to someone a lot, they literally have the power to either uplift you or to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And the way you can go about that is number one, you actually need to understand who you are. You need to discover who you are. Number two, self love. You need to love yourself. So. Those are the two things that I, I highly, highly recommend that people do think about or people just try to work on before they consider going into anything. Thank you guys for um, listening to today's podcast. Thank you, Peter, for being part of it. You know, great conversation. Definitely. I'm glad I asked you to be on it today, you know, because I would have spoken on my own. And let's tell Jesus. Um, but the thing is, um, for all those people who are listening, Peter said some really great points. Like, the truth is, I don't, I think boring is the only reason why you'd be boring is if you're not living or becoming who you're meant to be. And I think that you just mm. find that, find, find that 
find that thing that makes you you. And if someone doesn't see it, darling, there are plenty of fish in the damn sea. As we said at the beginning, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Go out there and find another fish, okay? And I know sometimes it's like the, like the Sahara Desert out here in these streets. But, you know, it's about being you and you would rather, you would rather go to bed at peace and happy with yourself than to go to bed stressing over somebody who doesn't know who they are. Get your life together, mm. please. It's 2021 and there's no need for stress besides, you know, making money. Hello, okay? Um, I will see you guys next time and thank you guys for listening.